Welcome to Lanyap, a program about events, issues, and people. I'm Corey Crow here today with author Dr. John Sutherland at the University of Louisiana Monroe and uh, known throughout the state from lots and lots of media appearances. Dr. Sutherland, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Corey. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Now, uh, I remember your your last book you wrote. You were on an environmental series, and you've, you've been yes. going through some, some big environmental problems mm-hmm. uh, around the country, uh, in, especially in Louisiana. The new book is called Hogwash. What's it all about? Well, as you mentioned, Hogwash is the third of the trilogy. So we start out very local outside of Morgan City. Then we expand to the state, dealing with garbage. And now hogwash. Hogwash is something, it started off as a research project between myself and my research partner. This is a late 1990s. And we were approached by a group of businessmen who wanted us to look at uh, waste from what are called confined animal feeding operations, or CAFOs. This was particularly a problem after a series of hurricanes destroyed the East Coast and let thousands, hundreds of thousands of gallons of hog waste enter into local rivers, streams. Um, and if you've ever been to one of these confined animal feeding operations or CAFO, you know you can smell it. The water is terrible, the air, I mean, everything about it. And so we were approached and started doing research uh, in Baton Rouge And very quickly, it went from a Baton Rouge or local to a a state to a national. And eventually, we started working on this problem in Europe, where we were going back and forth to Belgium, the Netherlands, South England, um, raising money, building this operation. It resulted in a couple of patents in which we had converted raw uh, pig waste uh, into uh, potable water. Uh, we were able to capture the methane and power part of the system and produce a food pellet or a energy pellet in which you could fire up a boiler. Now, to give your listeners kind of a perspective here on this, your average 200-pound pig will produce about 11 pounds of waste per day in addition to gallons and gallons of waste water. So you have a solids problem, you have a liquid problem, but you also have an air problem because of the amount of ammonia that comes in to it. So we go through this and work very hard, come up with a couple of ideas here. It took us a long time, about two years, to uh, patent something and then take that and and work on it. I wish I could tell you that this was a feel-good story, but it ultimately ends in failure. Um, the group that we put together uh, fell apart the leading person in this, a former advisor to Margaret Thatcher uh, in England, uh, was assassinated. Um, we had to answer a lot of uncomfortable questions uh, by Scotland Yard, and it, the project fell apart. Now, if it ended there, it's a, it's like, wow, right. what, a, what a downer. Why, why bring this to the attention? The point of it was I learned a whole lot, one, about myself, but also, two, about trying to create a, an environmentally sustainable solution for a $300 billion industry that was not interested in doing anything other than dumping their waste into a hole in the ground specifically designed for when it rains for it to overflow into a river or stream. 
Now, is that we're here in the state of Louisiana. I, I was looking yesterday. For some reason, there was a map of the Mississippi River and all the tributaries, and I just went, all that poop comes down the river. And it ends up in New Orleans. It, come, it uh, ends up in New Orleans. You're exactly right. Well, you, you know, Louisiana itself doesn't have a huge hog industry, and part of it's because of the weather. And those places around the country, Iowa, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, North Carolina, that have these. I mean, I went to a pig farm in North Carolina. It had almost a million pigs in a one-mile square area. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't account for the human waste in that. So, I mean, imagine a situation where you've got a town that just dumps all their raw waste into nothing, and it just goes into your rivers and streams. I never thought about waste a lot. And this is going to sound weird. I, <laughs> I do sound and lighting work on the side. <laughs> so I get a call to come work at the circus. Oh, man. And in two days, they had two small elephants. In two days, the two small elephants filled up one of those big, giant construction dumpsters. Mm-hmm. In two days. In two days, yes. And so, uh, you know, I... I Actually, I went out there and scooped a little of it up and put in my flower beds and, and oh, I tried, bet it was wonderful. tried to compost it. So I had some elephant compost. Yeah, but um, you know, it, it made me start thinking about um, where does this stuff go? Yeah, well, in in a situation like with pigs, if you've got them stacked in these very small areas, if if they're roaming free outside, then then the nature can accommodate that. But once you stack hundreds of thousands of pigs on top of one another. I mean, sometimes three deep where you've got one. I mean, when you're saying stacking, you mean like a multi-story building? Like, yes. Like the ones on top are pooping on the ones on the bottom? That's right. And and not to get too graphic with it, the reason it's, they do that is, one, because pigs are so inefficient, the nutrient value is still about 70% of the waste that goes through. So they rotate them around. It also helps with disease control as well. The problem is if a disease is entered, it'll wipe out the whole thing. Now, I've got one cool story, and I've got a lot of these in the book, Hogwash. One cool story. So my research partner and I are in Belgium at a bed and breakfast, and a very small area uh, in northern Belgium called Ostend. And the proprietor comes down and says, you know, we really don't get a lot of Americans that come here. And I said, well, I said, when's the last time? He goes, well, back long ago in the early 80s, there was this black fella who would stay here, and he, he would sing a lot. And then we said, really? Do you remember? He goes, I don't even remember his name. He would come here. He'd stay with me. We'd go fishing. He goes, I got a picture of him. So he went and got a picture. It was Marvin Gaye. He had no idea who this guy was. <laughs> so it's him with Marvin Gaye. But there are tons of those stories like that in Hogwash. After um, doing all this research, do you, do you still eat pigs? I haven't eaten bacon in years, just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, I don't eat pork at all. For folks who <laughs> want to find out more about uh, the series of books of yes. the environment you've been working on, and especially Hogwash, the case of uh, SSA Global by Dr. John Sutherland, where do they go to learn more? Probably the easiest way for most people. Just go to Amazon, type in Hogwash, or my name, John W. Sutherland. Find out more about this and other uh, land yeps by visiting our website at KEDM.org.